Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. I'm in a period of emotional upheaval. Let's have all the, oh, I don't care crap. A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm going to steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Terramont Plus. This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. So I think you said you picked this because, hey, Warp Tour. Yeah. So like I think to me, I got into Warp Tour in the later years. I listened to a lot of music of the early Warp Tour years, mm-hmm. but I didn't start going to Warp Tour until I graduated high school, which was 2010. So like I was, I loved the music of earlier Warp Tour years, but I didn't start going until the bands playing Warp Tour were a lot of the metalcore groups, a lot of the scene core groups, people in the scene. I only ever went to one Warp Tour ever what, what in my year? entire life. I have no clue. No recollection. Uh probably sixteen years ago. So doing some quick math. So two thousand seven? Probably. Okay. I just went because I was dating a girl who wanted to go, so yeah. we went. What'd you? What did you like it? It was fine. <laughs> so not enough to. You're like it's too fucking hot. I just want to listen to these. Well, I would much rather listen to these bands at home. And we'll, they're playing 15 minute sets. That I mean, that's kind of what it came down to. Was like there wasn't enough bands that I was excited about to begin yeah. with, and then like I remember I saw Reliant K. Nice. But yeah, they play like a 20 minute set. Yeah. Like, it was like. I was like, at the end of the day, I was like, I only really saw one band I wanted to see for the price that it would have cost to just see them play a full set. So I was like, this kind of sucks. I liked... But I feel like I look at the lineups of past years, and I'm like, that's a whole different... Yeah. You look at like the 95, 96, 97, where it's just like every single band is like iconically an important band. So I started going to Warped Tour um, since 2010. I went every single year after that. Um, and again, it was less of the original, like, they always had uh, a variety of artists, but it's no secret that early Warp Tour was a focus on the punk scene. Yeah. Um, or the early pop punk scene. And then it became more 
metalcore, second realm of pop punk, MySpace bands, like, and then MySpace died out, and then basically it became Warped Tour bands. Like, yeah. that, that was the next version of the MySpace band. Well, alongside the MySpace bands and the, and this version of the Warped Tour, um, or the Punkos compilations. Or the Punkos compilations. And it started Which I think out. Similarly to Warp Tour, started, started at a high yeah. <laughs> and then just like slowly kind of lost its way. Yep, started with uh, decently known punk bands like in that genre. And I'll never argue what is punk, what is not punk. We are not those fucking no, people. No, no. But yeah, it was definitely more. The way I always say it is like you look at Punkos Metal, punk, the first Punkos Pop. Every one of those bands has a hyperlink because yeah. they're of note. Yes. You get to like Punk Goes Pop 4. Half of those bands, no one is even bothered to build a wiki page based on them because no one knows them beyond the one song that they did for this compilation. And I believe I was hearing a story that at a certain point that like Fearless was just trolling MySpace, finding bands that had a shit ton yeah. of followers and saying like, hey... Can you get us a cover of a song from this decade? Uh, we can send you 200 bucks. Well, that was the thing. I think Punk Goes Crunk was the first one that was like, we're not even going to pretend to be a punk compilation yeah. of bands anymore. Like, we are just going to. Most of that album is metalcore bands. I mean, the biggest song that came out of that compilation was the Devil Wears Prada cover of Stay Fly. Oh, uh, I don't know about times. that. I feel like also up there would have been. I remember the set your goals, put your hood up, and uh, say anything's got your money were pretty popular. Yeah. Off of that okay, but but and yes. then the the main also did. Uh, I want to love you. Yeah. So, I okay, but you could still see that this is not what the punk goes compilations originally no, were. I I think this was the one that was the switch, and then pop pop punk goes, goes punk. punk God, yeah. Punk Goes Pop Volume 2 came out, which doubled down on that because those were those bands that were a part of that compilation were huge in that scene. Yeah. And that's what it became was like, we're going to stick to this warped tour. We, uh, we'll call it warped core because that's yeah. basically what it was. It was a very specific blend of all of that. And they even the bands that didn't sound together that you could still wrap them up in that warped core brand. Uh, that's what the Punk Goes compilations became. And I'm going to be completely honest, man. Even the worst ones, I usually can find a jam or two yeah. that I, I dig. So I'm I'm currently going through all the compilations on Wiki, and Punk Goes Pop 3 was the I'm, one where I didn't even bother. Like, I wasn't I, a fan of that one. The two, the I'm like three, looking at the lineup, and I'm like, I right, so hold have on. never even once thought about this album's hold existence. On. Let me see if I can... So this is where we get to play like my game because uh, these are the these are the compilations I'm more familiar with versus the religious uh, punk compilations yeah. that you are. Um, so let me see. Is this the one that has Breathe Carolina's down on it? Yep. And also was this Family Force 5 does Bulletproof? Yep. And Issues does Hot and Cold or not Issues. What was me? Uh, what was me? Hot and cold. Hot yes. and cold. Okay, so those are the three songs I remember from this one. I agree with you. Was not super into this one, but I always listened to them. Oh no, no. I mean, like that was literally the album where I was already out. Okay, like, like I, had, I don't. I, I don't had care I had started to check out around Punko's Crunk, 
I wasn't blown away by Pop Goes Punk Goes Pop Volume Two, and then was Punk Goes Classic Rock, and I and I was like something. There was something on Punk Goes Classic Rock, and I can't even put my finger on it now. Where I just was like, this isn't for me anymore. So, and then I just stopped paying attention to like. I was shocked to see how many had continued to come out after that. Because it's so funny because I can sit here and be like, okay, so let's go. Like, Punko's Pop 2 was awesome. I fucking loved that record. Attack Attack's cover of I Kissed a Girl and a Data Remembers cover of Over My Head. Great, great covers. Uh, Punko's Pop Volume 3, didn't care much about. Only liked the three songs that I already named. Um, Punko's Classic Rock. Dude, the I See Stars cover of Your Love is so much fun. Though it is very much just Your Love, but that's a great song. Yeah. Um, that album is really weird. Um, I think there's like a a Dream On cover that's yeah. super I, strange. I remember what it was. I'm looking at the track list now. I yeah. remember what the point was where I was like, I'm checked out. Was Never Shout Never doing, doing Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, it's so fucking bad and i was just like this is they're not making these for me anymore no no no, no, and i'm just like tapped out that being said there's a great never shout never record um has a lot of banjo banjo influence um it's got a song called lovesick on it that might be the name of the album i can't remember but i do highly recommend you specifically check that out um i will say i heard christopher drew sucks as a person uh but i don't know much about him past what we've just talked about um Punko's Classic Rock was was not great, but I did buy that CD. Uh, Punko's Pop Volume 4. You got that one coming up? I was up? just looking at okay, that one. Okay, Punko's Pop Volume 4. Though, not my favorite. Uh, the Chunk Captain Chunk cover of We Are Who We Are. Yeah. So fucking good. I mean, that's the a great I song The I See Stars with. cover... Of the Britney Spears song. I can't remember the name of it. Till the World Ends. Till the World Ends. Both those songs, put that shit on any playlist that I have. I love both of those songs. The rest of the album, don't care. Pop Punko's Pop Volume 5, okay? Has the only one on that album I like is Dance Gavin Dance's cover of What It's Like. Okay. Uh, Punko's Wait, 90s. that's not on here. What It's Like? Is, it, is that Volume 6, maybe? maybe let me see jesus is there more are they up to seven what are they up to hold on a second hold on a second what'd you say the band was dance gavin dance i'm not seeing it on here what either. it's like what the fuck like like the everlast song no 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 that's what i like that's what i like i mean that fucking uh bruno mars song that's what I like. Yeah, I'm not seeing. Hold so on. here's what the track list is. According to Wikipedia, for Punk Goes Pop Volume Five was Memphis May Fire Grenade, Upon This Dawning, oh, Call Me Maybe. Fuck. There's two Punk Goes Pop records that have apparently just blended together in my head <laughs> because the song that I'm talking about is on Punk Goes Pop Volume Seven. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, the last one of note that I checked out the whole album, Punk Goes 90s Volume 2. And the only banger on that record is the Ghost Inside cover of Southtown. And that's just because that song fucking rips. And I was also going to say, how much of a stretch could that potentially be at that like, point? Yeah, like like they make it 
more of a hardcore song, but it's fucking phenomenal. It's such a good cover. Uh, but that song's really good. I like P.O.D. All right. What but we're, we're talking up, about yeah so so <laughs> that christmas. is a long build up to get us to punko's christmas uh blissfully short with 12 tracks so hold on oh are you gonna make hold us on. do the deluxe version so we get those extra bits so the problem is is that i the original release of punk goes uh christmas if i remember correctly was like pulled off the shelves for them to put this back up as like a deluxe edition yeah so the deluxe edition the ones that you won't hear on what i have because i guess i was late to the party is the sunrise skater kids 12 days of pop punk christmas so august burns red's cover of home alone theme which is great yeah um being as an oceans have yourself a merry little christmas and this wildlife sleigh ride all right so let me tell you matt kelly Mm mm-hmm Besides the Sunrise Skater Kids, are you familiar with the Sunrise Skater I know, Kids? I I actually really like their cover of How Far I'll Go. Okay, from so, but that's like a joke band. Yeah, that's Jared along, and basically he was the Warp Tour comedian. Like yeah. and he just made fun of all these different bands. Uh, besides that song, the songs you just named, best songs of this album. <laughs> all right, well here we go. So, so so I really like those jams. Uh, the Being as an Ocean one, really strange take on Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, but I like them as a band. Um, August Burns Red I mean, that's never letting me down when it's no, come that's to Christmas covers. Right and This Wildlife, uh, while it's not my favorite version of Sleigh Ride, I really like, uh, I really like those two guys a lot. Um, so uh, props to the Deluxe Edition. But no, you are correct. The version that we're going to talk about is the one that I bought physically on CD. And Matt, I'm going to tell you that there's not, it's not that I don't like this album. There is one single song that I listen to constantly around the holidays and I don't think it's the song that you are going to think it is. So there's one song I really, really like on this album. Okay. I'm looking at the track list. I can't sing for you any of these songs. Okay. But I see three that I vaguely feel like I enjoyed. And I'm trying to remember if I love or hate one of the covers okay. in here. Um, but we'll 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 call out the ones that we love when we get there. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Do you like to laugh? 
geek out on music, and learn all about that band or artist who had that one song back in the day, but then seemed to fall off the face of the earth? If so, you need to subscribe to One Hit Thunder. Together with an array of interesting and hilarious guests, we do a weekly dive into one-hit wonders like Eiffel 65's Blue, Crayshon's Gucci Gucci, EMF's Unbelievable, Delamitri's Roll to Me, Los Del Rio's Macarena, Musical Youth's Pass to Duchy, and even Patrick Swayze's She's Like the Wind. So are you subscribed to One Hit Thunder or what? As Desiree would say, you gotta be. And as K7 would encourage, you gotta come baby come and join in on the fun of the One Hit Thunder podcast. Album kicks off. I feel like I have mostly good memories associated with Newfound Glories. Nothing for Christmas. I don't mean to hold on. I think he, it really highlights how bad his voice is <laughs> when songs are acoustic. Yeah. Like, you can't give me a solid acoustic Newfound Glory jam where he is the one singing. No. Yeah, no. Jordan is not the strong singer in this band. No. And I'm wondering... Do you think he was just trained poorly? Like maybe if he had, maybe just if does, he just he's didn't nasally. use his nose. Yeah, he sings through his nose. I'm very curious if he were to switch it up, what it would. But sound this like. chorus is a banger. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This isn't the song, but I, I do like this chorus. It's, yeah, it's very Christmassy. It brings me in. I will say before I listen to this song, I always think it's nothing for Christmas. I always think that's the song I'm going to be listening to. Um, and I'm pre- I'm pleasantly surprised yeah. when it's not that because I don't like that song. Um, right. But yeah, Newfound Glory. We know my thoughts on Newfound Glory. I really, really, really love the Newfound Glory stuff that I love. Yeah. Um, but the stuff that you don't love, it's it, I don't hate it. It's yeah. just I'm indifferent towards it, which is almost worse. Like I, it, yeah. I almost wish I hated it. So next up, though, we have a band. That I've never really put my finger okay. on if I like them or not. Okay. I I have a couple of their albums. There were people who loved this band, dude. We're we are in Maryland right yeah. now. Like I will tell you, yes, there are people across the world that love this band. Maryland goes fucking hard for all time. Their boys, it's <laughs> all time low with it's Fool's wild. Holiday. Fucking fire of an opener. It's a great opener. And then he started singing and I was like, oh no. Maybe so, I don't remember. This is one of the three songs I said I feel like I remember feeling good vibes about. I got to hear what the chorus is on this one. Yeah. This was... This was after I stopped listening to All Time Low. Uh, we'll let it come up a little bit. This is a long build to get to a chorus yeah. though. I vaguely remember I like this. It. I like it's this a song. Good, it's a good, catchy it's a good, chorus. it's a good catchy song. A good catchy chorus. Um, this was around the "Don't Panic" era, 
of um, All Time Low. I will say I prefer their first two records. They're a lot faster, a lot. I the one that I the song that I've always liked by them is the opening track on I think it's Put Up or Shut Up. The like it's like boys raise your glasses. Yeah, like that yep. song rules. Yep. So like Put Up or Shut Up, So Wrong It's Right, and Nothing Personal are three albums that I absolutely adore. Nothing Personal being my favorite. Um, I just bought that album at a really like dope Good time. time in my yeah. life, um, and it reminds me of the summer of '09. And that's the thing after so- <laughs> that's where like the age gap does factor in because All Time Low is also coming out. I'm mid twenties, like I'm yeah. already starting to be like, mm. yeah. <laughs> like- well, I'm, that's what I'm saying is like. I had friends that were the same way that yeah. were like, this, this is, uh, this isn't hard enough for me. This isn't man music. This was, I, I remember my friend's band doing a lot of touring. They were playing warp tour and bamboozle and stuff like that. And I, I definitely remember them being really into all time low. Yeah. And they had a good relationship I had with a all lot time of fr- low. I, I know I had a lot of friends not into it, but I also had a lot of friends that were super into them. And I wish I could find this. Their their merch guy Dave. Yeah. styled his hair exactly like Alex. That's fucking funny. And they used to make fun of him all the time yeah. that he was trying to look like Alex and it was at Bamboozle they bumped into Alex backstage and said, "Hey, would you go up to the merch table and accuse our merch guy of stealing your style and he's like absolutely and like so and he literally like it was so i wish we had filmed it because like dave was there like selling some shirts with his band and all of a sudden alice goes hey motherfucker i hear you've been trying to steal my look and he's like i'm sorry like he like immediately like panicked (laughs) i think what i do like about all time low um and I could be totally off base. They might suck. They seem like really dope dudes to hang they, out with. They seem pretty down to earth, honestly. Um, I will say that after that 2009 album, I'll listen to them periodically. Like, yeah. I'll just be like, oh, new all-time low album came out. Like, let me hear what this sounds like. And I'll listen to it. And I'm like, it's not for me, but I get it. They uh, had all the potential to be one of the biggest. Like, they could have yeah. been like a, a Blink-182 level band. Yeah. And it I just think, never I think, happened I almost for them. feel like they... Cause they're huge. I mean, they're still big, but they, but they're they they're huge. If you're in the specific in genre, scene. yeah. Um, there was a moment where they were big, big, outside of that genre, but they never took that next level. Well, and I almost feel like they just had their biggest single ever recently. Yeah, with that song "Monsters." Yeah, with Black Bear. Yeah, I almost feel like they switched up their sound too soon. If that makes sense. Around yeah. Dirty Work, they stopped. It's still guitar heavy, but it's a lot poppier than it is punk, which yeah. I would never consider them punk, but um I don't know. It's 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 definitely there was definitely a stylistic change that to me felt too soon. I, I needed one more I feel like they needed one more solid rock record. Before they shifted. Yeah, before they shifted. Um yeah, I mean, I like All Time Low. Uh, I like the songs that I like by them, um, which is the exact opposite of this next Dude, band. I have so here's where we're we're about to hit two bands back to back that were so after I had stepped out that I just disliked them by the sheer fact of how many people told me that if I truly liked pop punk, they that I should be yeah. listening to them. Uh, and that we'll is talk we're, about the next. We're starting off with Real Friends. I had a heart.
I had so many friends into <laughs> real friends. Yeah. And I never understood it. Never did it because for me. I my response was always this is like my mom saying we've got the wonder years at home. Yeah. Like and I would say even the wonder years are kind of after the era of pop punk that we I was love. I was really late to because I was definitely like tapped out on like I just don't have the band I don't have the bandwidth and mind space to take on more new pop punk right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I was super late to the Wonder Years and the story so far, who yeah. ended up being bands and I'm like, oh, these guys are great. Yeah. But at that point I was just like, I can't like like I'm still trying to keep up with the bands from the nineties that never stopped putting out records and now you're throwing all exactly. these other bands at me that are like putting out a record every six months it feels like it just was like there was too much so my thing was always with both of these bands and i'll just i'll just pick with real friends is that it just was the wonder years redone like this guy sounds almost identical to soupy like almost identical to his voice yeah it's very similar and i don't think i never thought they had the writing skills that the wonder years had no at at all all. their songs aren't as catchy they're the the music itself isn't as fun there's just to me it just felt like such a rip off the wonder years um apparently the charm yeah exactly without any of the stuff that i liked uh apparently they're back the uh, real friends are back with a new lead singer um props to them they've got a spot in the scene it's not just not my thing uh, which leads us to the next band. Man Overboard, uh, first cover on the album, which is weird for a compilation known for cover songs. Uh, Father Christmas. I could never get into the dude's voice in Man Overboard. No. And I also like... Man Overboard was the big defend pop punk yeah. band. And I think that's also <laughs> why I really dislike them. It's like, why do we have to defend this? Yeah. I, like, nobody is coming out to say that it's bad. Yeah. Like, this is. This is like being like, we'll never conform, but there's 500 of us. Like, like I yeah. don't. I never got, I never understood it, but damn, did they sell a lot of t-shirts with that they Defend sold. the Pop Punk stuff. Um, never really got into Man Overboard. It was kind of like you said with your bandwidth thing. I was yeah. like, I don't have it in me. I don't like these guys These guys enough to listen to the three albums they had out at the time. I'm like, I just can't. I just yeah. don't. I don't want to. Uh, again, sure they're great guys. They might not be. Uh, a lot of people in that pop punk scene yeah, from 2000, like yeah. 12 is are not great people. They might be, they might not be. I don't know. I'm not well versed, um, but I'm I'm not listening to it, man. All right. Well, and, and I don't even really like that song that much. See, I was gonna say I've I Father Christmas is fine. Yeah. Um. Now let's talk about a song I fucking love. Yeah. Uh. Not sure how I, I'm trying to remember how I felt about this particular cover. Probably not super fond of it yeah. uh, but i do love the song this christmas so let's see how the somerset does it i 
to know you better. Don't love the voice, but the beat's not terrible. It's not I, bad. I think doing it, I got, this is going to sound way more gatekeepy than I want it to. There was this point where like, I think the point where people got the most frustrated with stuff being described as punk music was definitely this, this era. Yeah. And, and this was... Cause like this is a this is a pop song. The problem is, is this it was is a never, really good pop song. It was never the bands doing yeah. it. It was never the, the Somerset never claimed to be punk. No, they never claimed to be pop punk. They're they're a pop slash sometimes pop rock band. They always have been. Like, I guess some of their earlier stuff could be considered it, maybe. But the problem was is that they were being grouped together with. These guys toured Warp Tour multiple times. Yeah. They they were grouped together with the Punkos thing. So the problem is is that like the the fans of that world just like would just ravage each other. Yeah. When it's all like, dude, it's just music, man. Like if you don't like it, you don't have to listen to it. There's a thousand other bands in this same exact scene. Um, I never got super into Somerset because unfortunately I was part of that where I'm yeah. like I don't want to listen to this. I don't listen to that pop radio crap. Uh, thankfully, that lasted for maybe half a year because I I I dig it. I like the candy pop sound. I yeah. always have. I like the Dude, candy five pop. Five seconds sound. of summer. I like some of those jams. I never got. I mean, I've never really listened to them, so I yeah. can't say one way or the other. I always, I always. Uh, they're a very similar band to the Somerset, so I always kind of relate the two. But yeah, I mean, it's okay. I mean, his voice is auto-tuned to all hell, yep. which I would never, like, I don't care. I love auto-tuned music, but it's just... I like just, it when it's used correctly. It's just over... Yeah. yeah, it's just he sounds like a robot. So I'm wondering if there were, like, some mixing levels we could yeah, do to fix it. play but, around, fix that a bit. Yeah. All right, so Crown the Empire is definitely a name I've heard. But I don't remember this song at all. There will be no Christmas. Sometimes I wish we'd never spoken. So, I kind of hate this. Yeah, Crown the Empire <laughs> was one of those metalcore bands that um, got really big in the scene. Um, I would hate to say this, but because of what they looked like, like they're really good looking dudes. Yeah. Um, and I always felt like I never wanted to listen to Crown the Empire. Like it felt like there was never any substance there. Uh, it was more aesthetics than anything else that happens um because they were their aesthetic to me was early panic at the disco but we're metalcore that was a Instead. picture i saw when i yeah. yeah yeah so i never really got super into them um i don't like the song <laughs> it's not a good song it's not a good song and it doesn't make me want to like I'm not feeling Christmassy no. after that. Now, gym. I do feel like I remember feeling pretty Christmassy thanks to Yellow Card covering radio, uh, Radiohead. Man, <laughs> no <laughs> band would be more excited to be mistaken for Radiohead than Coldplay, but Coldplay's Christmas Lights. Yeah. I fucking hate Radiohead. 
mean, this is cool, but it's not hooking me yet. Christmas night, another fight. Okay, so it's more of this. I was thinking this was going to build to like a big crescendo before the vocals, but I was wrong. Um, I barely know the Coldplay song, to be honest. Yeah, I barely know the Coldplay song. And by barely, I mean I didn't know this was a cover until you just pointed it out. Um, I'll also say that my knowledge of Yellow Card begins and ends at Ocean Avenue. Yeah. Uh, the album, which is a fucking killer song. It's a good album. <laughs> the EP right before that had a song called Avondale that I always really liked. But yeah, yeah. I've, I've never been a huge Yellow Card guy. This is just fine. I, I almost want to skip ahead to a song that I have a lot of emotions about. Um, so... so when I bought this, I have a feeling you're going to tell me this is your favorite song on this. <laughs> when I bought this album, and I might be mistaking this for another song, so I'm going to reserve my comment until I hit play. But I remember being like, ooh, a band covers NSYNC's Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Yeah. This is going to fucking rip. Now, I have two different Christmas albums where someone covers it. I might be thinking of the wrong one. One of them is just an acoustic cover of it, and I was like super let down. This is not an acoustic cover. Okay, let me see how I remember this. Issues covering Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Oh yeah, we've been waiting all day for this night. All right, so for the audience not able to see any video. Uh, Dylan is clearly knows this song by heart, this version, and is doing all the lip singing and everything. So I'm assuming this is the one you fucking love on this one. It's Christmas time. I feel really bad because it came out that Tyler Carter is actually not that great of a person. Uh, I mean, I was. This is fine. I'm. I fucking love this version of the song. Have you heard this before? I've, I own this album. Okay. And so I are listened... you aware what happens at the end of this song? Yeah, it gets weird. That we get a too close cover? Yeah. That fucking... That when it switches over to step back, it is a little close. But it's like the fucking... Yeah. Oh, it's so good. I love this song. This I is... love this cover. I love Issues. Um... This is the only song I've ever heard by Issues. Okay. So. so if you heard the rest of Issues catalog, you would say, yep, out of all those bands, it makes sense that they're the ones covering NSYNC. Um, Tyler Carter, who's the clean vocalist, uh, very was very involved in the pop world, um, very much takes inspiration from that, has, uh, has uh, multiple R&B records out. And uh, that's what I love about this band is that blend. Oh, here it goes. Yep. So um, early issues. Issues formed from a band called Woe Is Me. Yep. Um, And I loved their first EP, Black Diamonds, I listened to fucking constantly on repeat like it would end and i would just start it over it would end i would just start it over and then their self-titled record came out it was more of the same then their uh uh 
the the next album came out. I can't remember the name of it, but they started to soften up a little bit, and then their screamer Michael started singing, and then Michael left the band. There was like a big rip, and then right before the pandemic, they dropped Beautiful Oblivion, which was their first record without their screamer, and they had the the guitarist scream. Mm-hmm. Fucking phenomenal album. You, I I want you to listen to it hey. just to hear if you just to see if you like it or not. Um, and then some stuff came out about Tyler Carter, um, some underage stuff. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know uh, here or there. Um, fuck him as a person. Uh, the band stands by that as well. Um, but I do like these songs. Right. So, um, um, but yes, I, that is the that is the song. That is the only song off of this playlist that is on my annual Christmas playlist. All right. So the next one is from Jason Lancaster, which I see is one of the dudes from Mayday Parade. I feel like I remember really liking this song. Okay. Uh, All I Can Give You. Pretty little piano. Boxes and bows full of ribbons and yeah, I remember really liking this song, actually. Like, it's not one that I, like, think about a lot, but I do think it's a really pretty song on this album. And I think, unlike so, when we did Taste the Chaos, where so many of the songs sounded like this, that it was infuriating, this is, like, a beautiful yeah. breath of fresh air in the album. So Jason Lancaster, now that I looked into it, was part of early early mayday parade gotcha um and then he uh, oh go created radio the band go radio yeah um and then i think he does more solo stuff i never got into any i've seen mayday parade three times but i never got into them yeah they've just always been playing with other bands that i want to i sing. couldn't name you a mayday parade song yeah, i just I mean, know the name yeah, for sure neither um but i never got into go radio never got into jason lancaster this is a nice calming moment, but like, yeah. if I was listening to this album, I would appreciate that song. I'm never going to listen to this album. No, this. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, the Ready Set. I don't know too much about the Ready Set, <sighs> and uh, I and I don't remember how I'm going to feel about love this. Like, whoa, 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 but this girl's is. Got a love like, whoa. I don't want to spend another Christmas without you. Before Christmas and I have you on my mind And I wish you could be here tonight So I could kiss you So I could hold you one more time All the signs seem to point in your direction This is like right in the same vein as what I was saying with um The Summer Set Where it's like this is fine But this was definitely of that time period where I'm like, why are these bands being called punk? I don't so, understand it. This is pop music. Uh, the Summer Set and the Ready Set uh, toured together multiple times. <laughs> but um, Of course they did. I fucking love the Ready Set. I adore the Ready Set. I'm going to send you a couple, rec- a couple albums recommendations from him to listen to. Uh, I got to see him in Wilmington, Delaware. He played okay. like a flower festival, and he played it acoustically, and it was fucking awesome to see. He can sing. He's got it. He gives. He reminds me a little bit of like Rocket Summer. Yeah, and that's the thing is like the a he lot seem of, less auto tuned. Yes. As well. well, that's the thing is a lot of people see that he makes more pop music and goes like, oh, he's all auto tuned. He's like, he's not. Like, no, he, there is some there, but um, but 
I would say that it, it just shows again that I love that candy pop yeah. nonsense. No. I got so into alternative pop. Yeah, I didn't I was hate that. I, I didn't hate that song at all. I want to talk about the song that I fucking love on this album. Okay. Set it off this Christmas. I'll burn it to the ground. I remember when I bought this CD, I was pretty let down as I was going track by track. And I don't even know if this song is necessarily good, but it's so uniquely different than everything else. I would it. say it's that. Yeah. <laughs> it's but the he, second one. Here we go. Huh, just a nice good what what's happening? <laughs> oh my god, it's here. They were really in a nightmare before Christmas. <laughs> but this also has like a little bit of say anything in the vocals. Yeah, I can hear that. Yeah, I don't hate this at all. Hold on, I'm looking something up. Because the chorus when this kicks in is great. I'm kicking it back out for the chorus. So this album came out in 2013, right? Yeah. Okay. So I just want to put this out there that... um. Ice Nine Kills 100% ripped off, set it off. Yeah. Because they didn't start making music like this until 2015. There and you like go. this, Ice Nine, this sounds just like an Ice Nine Kills song. That's, you know, Ice Nine Kills. Yeah, I know Ice Nine Kills. Right? Um, I just want to say that that band has been accused of ripping off many things uh, clothing companies and music. And I'm just not a fan of theirs. Look, but that's what this sounds like to me. <laughs> know what this sounds like? Honestly, and that part that we just talked over top of it, but yeah, where it yeah, does yeah. like the up on the rooftop part, this is just like a punkier, mindless self-indulgence. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which we've gone on record of saying like, hey, fuck Jimmy Urine, but those first couple of mindless yep. self-indulgence albums are great. This and- would be right at home on a hot topic Christmas. One hundred. <laughs> like, honestly, that probably should have been on the Taste of the Chaos, Taste of Christmas yeah. album more than half the songs that made it on there. It's true. So between this album and the Taste of Chaos, if you put them together, you have a pretty solid EP. Yeah. <laughs> so here we. You end- still have a really good album, but yeah. you've got a pretty solid EP. We end with the lead singer of Academy is William Beckett performing everybody's favorite Christmas <laughs> song. Do you hear what I hear? <laughs> Me too, Bear. Said the night when to the I think this cover makes me like the Academy as less. <laughs> like, like this is bad. That's just the song. <laughs> no, like, even this version feels, like, overly pretentious. Yeah. Like, you want to look at him and be like, dude, you're covering Do You See What I Or Do You Hear What I Hear? Like, it, chill out. It literally feels like, it feels like a dude trying to shake off pop punk. Yeah. He's like, no, 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 my solo stuff's very different. 
Yeah. It's very experimental. It's weird. We got violins. Yeah. I sing like a proper <laughs> English actor. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see what I see? <laughs> like, uh, what the fuck was that? All right. Dude. So, what a fucking wet fart. That should have ended on the This Christmas. I'll burn it to the ground yeah, more I'll than take that. that. So, well... If you listen to the deluxe, oh, album, yeah, we get the sleigh. Fucking... Yeah, we get sleigh ride by the Wilds, which life. still isn't that good of a song to end on. <laughs> Do you have the 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 deluxe edition pulled up? No, I I just had the CD that I owned. I can uh here. Let okay, me, are let you? Me do... Yeah, did I I'm, bring it up on Apple Music? I'm connected to your internet. Let me. Yeah, see. there you go. The Wildlife sleigh ride, guys. The fo- hold on. No, 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 no. Just, just we've got four more tracks, dude. Isn't it only four? One second. We can we can do the full. Well, I want to hear what should have been the outro first. We'll start there. Well, After what, this what, Adobe what? Express commercial. <laughs> okay. All right, here we go. So this is what the wildlife song. I would still take this over the other one. I would take this over. Do you hear what I hear? But yeah. I still think it's kind of a lame duck ending to the album. Oh, I like this. Yeah, you do. I love this wildlife. Well, this is this is sweet. Um, what was the who did the Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas? Oh fuck, I don't remember. Who was it? Hold on, it was. Um, I exited out of the wiki page. God just, damn it! I was like, I'll pull it back up. Guys, this is our worst episode. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're just clicking around like doing. Being as an ocean, I would have never gotten there. <laughs> no, me neither. Yeah, pull that shit up. All right, let's see. What does this sound like? This is exclusive Patreon content. Yeah, this is top notch. Hey, man, it's free. They can deal with it. Oh, yeah. They love the jingle bells on mm-hmm. these deluxe tracks. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think all four of these deluxe tracks are better than most of the album. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm, it's hard for me to find a version of the song that, that I don't that I fucking don't like. love. Yeah. yeah. All right, we'll do 12 Days of Pop Punk Christmas. I lied. The, the, the three songs, not this one that you're about to play, are better than the rest of the album. Let's see. Who knows? I don't like his brand of humor, man. I don't. Hey, so far, not bad. Well, you got to listen to the lyrics. Well, luckily, I've got the lyric video. Oh, great. Up. Ah. <laughs> Do you hold on? I don't think you're getting the joke. Oh man, is he talking about pop punk stuff? Yeah, dude. It's 12 days of pop punk stuff. All right, I'm gonna jump all the way to 12. Yeah, go to 12. Because pop punk kids are really into pizza. I don't know if you understand that. Everyone loves pizza. You're not unique. (laughs) All right. So, Dylan, I know normally we end every episode with us uh, saying something that ties to the album, but I kind of just want to let 
August Burns Red's Home Alone theme, ride it out. Yeah, so hold on. As you're playing that, and as we're wrapping up, just know that this is an era of music that I do hold near and dear to my heart. And um, I look back at those moments with fond memories, and I just want to say that as musical artists, I hope those of you listening out there do better, because most of these people turned out to be awful, awful human beings. Yeah, not great. Network.